Hey, good morning. Hello, everybody. I hope you guys are doing well. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and today we're going to talk about Dogecoin. Uh, last night, uh, Elon Musk appeared on SNL, and uh, as expected, there were some jokes about Dogecoin, uh, but it seems like there, there's a difference between somebody laughing with you and somebody laughing at you. So I'm going to explain to you why Elon Musk, in my view, <laughs> single-handedly destroyed uh, the price of Dogecoin, just like he was the guy who single-handedly created the price of Dogecoin. We're going to break all that down. So buckle up your seatbelt, hit the thumbs up button. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. Uh, and I want to say also hello to those of you who are on our Instagram page, which is the Black Financial Channel. So look up, look us up on Instagram. Uh, we have intelligent black financial conversations every single day. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, Elon Musk, uh, Elon Musk appeared on SNL last night, and uh, it did affect the price of Dogecoin. Uh, we've been talking about that a lot. And uh, I want to start off by asking everybody, as you put your hashtag B1 in the chat, uh, because don't forget that we talk about financial topics every day on this channel, but we do it from a black perspective. So you ain't got to be black to be here, but just know that in this space, uh, we put our community first. So if you're not offended by that, then everybody's welcome. We love everybody. But at the same time, we take care of ourselves first. Now, with that said, uh, how many of you, give me a yes or no, how many of you are aware that uh, that Elon Musk went to uh, SNL. How many of you are aware that Elon Musk was on SNL last night and that uh, that, that this was going to affect the price of your Dogecoin? Uh, give me a yes or no. How many of you saw this or or, or heard about it? Maybe you watched it. If you watched it, put a put. I watched it in in the chat or something like that. Let me know. Okay, uh, Jayla Soul says I was aware. D is that CD says yes. Okay, so Dion Smith yes. Okay, good. So. Um, so Elon Musk was appearing on SNL, and uh, and I told you guys earlier this week that what my theory was. You you guys might know my theory. And in case you don't know, let me just repeat it very quickly. My theory was that the controversy and all the news about Elon Musk going on to SNL was going to push up the price of Dogecoin, and I'm going to explain exactly where that came from in one second. But uh, and, and and it was going pretty good, right? It was going pretty good this week. Uh, you had you know you had a lot of price movement around. Musk appearing on SNL. Uh, it was it was really um, kind of working along j just like clockwork. <clears throat> and then I woke up this morning and I look at my app and I saw the price had plummeted. I want to say the price had plummeted about 20% or more. Uh, it was up as high as 73, 74 cents going into SNL. And then when I woke up this morning, it was about 45, 46 cents. I said, whoa, this, this is not good. This is bad. This is very doji bad. And so I did my research, and I'm going to break some of this down for you. Now, what I want to say to you, those of you who are on Instagram, I'm going to have to shut off the Instagram because for whatever reason, <clears throat> uh, Instagram does this weird thing where it throttles me, and I don't know why. I don't know if y'all know this, but my main Instagram which is the real Boyce Watkins, I, I can't even go live on that Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow me on, on my Instagram, it's uh, the real Boyce Watkins. That's my main Instagram. I can't even go live on that Instagram. And then my the Black Financial Channel, they always sort of throttle and freeze and stuff like that. So I'm going to shut this off. So once I shut this off, just go to the blackfinancialchannel.com. That's the YouTube channel. Or you can catch the, uh, you can catch it later on on Spotify. This podcast is on Spotify. So if you look up uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins on Spotify, you'll find me on there too. So I'm going to shut this down and let's get it cracking. All right. So uh, so so the deal with, with Elon Musk and Dogecoin was I was really optimistic about what I thought Musk could do for the price of Doge. Um, you know, once he went on to uh, SNL, 
Uh, now, I've, I've told you guys that this was not a serious investment in my view because uh, because Dogecoin, uh, let's do a quick little quiz, a little primer. What is the, uh, according to financial theory, what is the fundamental economic value of a Dogecoin? Answer that question in the chat for me so that we know, So we're just so we're clear about what it is. I, I need y'all to know what it is. It's like, just like dating, right? If you meet somebody and you decide you want to have a one night stand, that's cool. But if you think that you you just met your husband or you just met your wife, you're going to be sorely disappointed. So it's okay to have a one night stand. That's not the issue. The issue is having a one night stand thinking that that's going to be your spouse. That ain't going to be your spouse. Your spouse is somewhere else. Okay. Your soulmate is not in the bed with you right now. If that's your one night stand. So, so Doge is a, is the investment equivalent of a one night stand. It is a financial hit it and quit it where uh, if you want to hop in and have some fun and ride the wave and see if you can, uh, you know, make money on the pump and dump, go for it. But do not think for a second that Dogecoin is a long-term investment. I know a lot of people are mad at me for this. A lot of a lot of y'all coming back at me. This is where I really show how much I love you. I show you a person lo- shows that they love you in many cases by being willing to tell you the things that might make you hate them, right? As somebody who doesn't love you is just going to let you go drive yourself off a cliff. But I love you so much that even when you're cussing me out, I'm still going to step in and uh, and maybe like Elon Musk is the Doge father. For some of y'all, I might be the financial father. I say that humbly. So as your financial dad, I'm stepping in and saying, just be careful, slow your roll, because this ain't what it is. This ain't what you might think it is. This idea that somehow Dogecoin can be implemented into the economy and become this really important currency. Um, that's a little bit of a fantasy. It doesn't mean it can't happen. It just means that a lot of things would have to occur for Dogecoin to become a legitimate currency. A lot of things. I mean, you know, it, it's going to take a lot of magic to make Pinocchio into a real boy. Pinocchio is a puppet. Pinocchio ain't going to, he's probably not going to be a real boy, right? And, and that's the thing about Dogecoin that makes it so intriguing yet so um, risky, right? So so be really careful with that. All right, so uh, I'm going to read the survey results from you guys. I, I took a survey. And by the way, I, sh- I should stop and say happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out here. All the black mamas in here, raise your hand, say, say, say your name, say your name. Uh, everybody who has a black mama that you love, say her name. Say her name in the chat. So if you're not a woman, let's praise our women right now. Let's take a moment, a moment of silence for all the black women who raised us and and gave, you know, gave us breast milk and tore their bodies up, ripped up their, their beach bodies <laughs> to give birth to us. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And uh, and also, if you have a mama, say your mama's name in the chat because uh, I want us to uh, to honor our mothers right now. Janie, I see. Uh, let's see here. I see. Uh, uh, Mo just says hi, mama. Okay. Uh, Anita, uh, she bad. Her mama's name is Anita. I see India from Damon. I see Sylvia Smith, uh, Teresa Singleton, Edna Collins, Annette Rice, Ruth, Clara, Barbara Smith. Clementine, Jackie, Clementine Dillegard. That's a that's a great name. Uh, Lisa, Lisa Thornton. Uh, is that two Lisas or just one? I see Lisa twice. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I, I see uh, Barbara and Barbara Gale are from Tunisia. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, okay. And er- Ernestine Mason. All right. So uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out here. I had to say that. All right. So let's move on. All right. So here's what I did, right? Um, I'm going to show you guys a survey I did. Uh, you guys know we did our Dogecoin experiment where I went out and I bought some Dogecoin. I asked you guys, hey, how many of you would like to see me buy some Doge and just tell you what happens? And 76% of you said yes. So I did that, right? So what I've been doing is updating you on the progress and then taking little votes to say, what should I do next? Like, how should this story play out? And uh, and so here's what, 
here's what happened today. So I went on my Twitter. My Twitter is Dr. Boyce Watkins one, Dr. Boyce Watkins in the number one. Follow me on Twitter. I need smart people to follow me. I'm tired of stupid people. Uh, all right. So in fact, I don't even argue with stupid people. It's a waste of time. All right. So here, <clears throat> here's what I said. I said, Dogecoin is getting hammered today. Do we sell by by the dip or hold steady? 21% of you said sell. 39.4% said buy the dip. 39.2% said hold steady. So that's like a 50-50 right down the middle of people that believe we should hold steady. And then some people are saying, no, uh, just buy the dip, buy the dip. So uh, I decided, you know, since we're in Vegas and we're having fun and we're rolling the, rolling the dice, I said, let's buy the dip. So I bought the dip. I bought, I bought a few thousand more, maybe a couple thousand more Dogecoins this morning. Now, here's the interesting thing, though. Here's the interesting thing. I didn't buy the dip with the same confidence that I bought the dip earlier this week. Earlier this week, I bought the dip. And I bought the dip because I had this 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 brilliant idea, or I thought it was brilliant, right? Maybe it wasn't, but I just felt like it was. Uh, that I said, you know, Elon, everybody's talking about Elon. Everybody's talking about SNL. This is going to be big for Dogecoin. So I'm going to buy the dip. And I bought it big. I think I bought 5,000 Dogecoins and added to the portfolio. And I think we made a little bit of a profit on it after even after the losses. But now I'm buying the dip with a little more hesitation. And the reason I'm buying the dip with a little more hesitation is because I don't know what's going to prop up this uh, the, the price of Dogecoin. You know, again, Pinocchio is not a real boy, and uh, and so, but but but, you, but you've been trained to believe he's a real boy because there's a good puppet master that's make that's really doing a good job making you think that this Pinocchio is a real boy. So my thought was, if Elon Musk abandons his role as uh, Geppetto, who was Pinocchio's puppet master, what if 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 Elon Musk abandons his role as the as the, as the Dogecoin puppet master? Who's gonna take up that that flag? Who's who's gonna who's prominent? What prominent billionaire or set of celebrities or institutions are going to step in and breathe life into a currency that has no fundamental economic value whatsoever? Who's gonna do it? You know, so so um I, I'm gonna say, you know, that um I, I don't know what's going to happen because I'm going to tell you like this. Let, let, let's talk about SNL for a minute. Let's talk about what happened last night and why I was really kind of surprised that Elon did this. Um, it kind of threw me off. I, I was I thought that he was going to be a little more optimistic about Doge. He wasn't. Uh, the jokes that were made were jokes, but they, but it was tongue in cheek in the sense that it was it was a joke, but it wasn't a joke. You know, you know, somebody makes a joke, but it really ain't a joke. Like they joke about ha ha ha. You always eat all the chicken. They really mad because you ate all the chicken. I, I really felt like the jokes I saw, I saw two jokes. Uh, one was when Elon was talking to his mother on the show and he made, she made a joke. She said, uh, he said, uh, I got you a mother's day gift. And she says, Oh, I hope it wasn't Dogecoin. And he says, Oh, actually it was right now. That's not so heavy. That's not so bad, but it did kind of make you say, okay, that doesn't sound like his mother wants Dogecoin and Dogecoin's value is driven heavily by the fact that people want it. The thing that makes Dogecoin valuable is the fact that people want it. So, so if Elon Musk's mother doesn't want Dogecoin, then you can expect that perhaps a lot of other people will say, well, if I if, if she don't want it, then I don't want it. Because a lot of the reason people wanted it was because Elon wanted it. Do you follow what I'm saying? People were following the fact that he said 
he wanted it, right? So so that that's his role of, of, of being a financial influencer is that he influences people to do things. He influences people to want things. He creates artificial demand by simply tweeting about things, right? He's not the first one to do it. Donald Trump used to be able to do this too, except he didn't do it through Twitter because there was no Twitter. He just did it through the media. When Donald Trump used to go buy a certain stock, the price would go up because everybody's like, well, if Trump wants it, then, then, then I should want it, right? When Warren Buffett buys stock, People, the price goes up because people are saying, oh, Warren wants it, then I should want it, right? So people followed the experts. So I was a little surprised by that. Um, the second thing that got to me was was this. Um, you know, I saw a, a skit that Elon Musk did with um, Michael Shea, the brother on this show. Michael Shea, who's pretty good. You know, I don't know if he's going to be a big star or not. He's not quite Eddie Murphy, but he's not as bad as like, I don't know, Tracy Morgan or that other guy that, um, that didn't go anywhere. I forgot his name. But anyway, so he's on this skit with Michael Shea, and he basically kind of, um, he's on there, he's pretending to be this expert. Did anybody see that skit? Let me know if you saw that skit. And he's sitting there, and he's talking about Dogecoin, and Michael Shea goes, so what is a Dogecoin? And he starts saying, Dogecoin to the moon, Dogecoin, and he's like, so what is a Dogecoin again? You know, And he asks again, like, so what is a Dogecoin? And he's like, Dogecoin is a cryptocurrency, yay, right? And he goes, okay, he pulls out a dollar and he says, I have a dollar in my pocket. This is real. This is real. He says, so so what is a Dogecoin, right? So that was the joke. The joke is he kept asking, what is a Dogecoin? What is a Dogecoin? What is a Dogecoin? And it was really funny. But what was interesting was he kept saying, what is a Dogecoin? And the guy couldn't answer. He never answered. And then the white guy goes, so what is a Dogecoin? And then and then, and then at the end, here's the part I I... I Maybe call me crazy, but I feel like this made a difference in the price. When when Michael Shea ends by basically saying, "Oh, so it's a hustle," and the and then Elon says, "Yeah, it's a hustle, right?" So I'm gonna ask y'all a question right quick. Hey, let me ask y'all a question right quick. If I told y'all to invest in something and somebody said, "Oh man, that's that's a hustle," uh, let's say I didn't say, it. let's say it was somebody else. Would you put your money into a hustle? Do you, are you, is, is that something, give me a yes or no. Are you, would you be excited about investing in something where the person who influences you the most tells you that it's a hustle? Would that make you more interested in investing or in that thing or less in, interested in investing? Right? Like, like Michael Shea's from Brooklyn. They always make jokes about selling you the Brooklyn bridge, right? Like, like would you, would you invest in a hustle? The answer is no. The answer is no. So I believe I would be willing to bet you. I don't know. I haven't checked it. I'd love to check a chart. I would like to see the timestamp of when that joke was made and and when Dogecoin started to plummet because Dogecoin was doing just fine before Musk went on to SNL. Dogecoin was headed to the moon. And then after SNL was over, it was headed straight to hell. I woke up this morning and I looked over. I said, Alicia, oh, oh babe, our... Um, our pipe dreams, our Dogecoin was going to get us out the hood. It was going to get us out of the projects and help us build a new life, baby. And I'm sorry, but right now Dogecoin is at 47 cents per coin. Uh, it's dropped 11.3 cents uh, percent today. Um, now, now this week, uh, it looks like it's gone up. Actually, it's gone up 27% over the week. So, so maybe there is hope, right? It, the, the floor didn't fall out from underneath it, but I would wonder if a lot of people are disappointed in what Musk had to say about Dogecoin because he didn't give it any sort of vote of confidence. There was no joke that I saw 
that said, Dogecoin is awesome. Dogecoin is great. Dogecoin can be made into a, a, a good, valuable asset. So anyway, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. We are building black media. Uh, so I need you guys, please take one second. Hit the thumbs up button. Please also share and subscribe uh, to the channel. And if you want to get uh, a free training on how to invest in the stock market, if you haven't started investing in the stock market and you want to get started uh, for free in about 11 minutes, go to firstsharestock.com. There is a uh, a video there, a training there. A mil- over a million people have gone through this training. Literally, over we've 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 introduced the stock market to well over a million people. Probably more like four or five million by now. I don't know. Uh, but firstsharestock.com is where you can get started, and then you'll also get a lot of free information from the Black Business School at firstsharestock.com. So go to that URL. Even if you've already started investing, and you want to learn more. Go to firstsharestock.com. All right. So so another. Thing here. Here's the thing I want you to understand about Elon Musk and Dogecoin and everything else. Um, okay, so we saw where Musk called it a hustle. We saw uh, that the price plummeted uh, shortly thereafter, which I'm going to directly attribute to what Elon Musk said on the show. Um, and I want you to kind of, I want to kind of go back and reflect for a second with you on what's going on here and and what Doge, how to look at Dogecoin in terms of its, its its meaning and its relevance as a financial asset. Remember, I told you, Pinocchio. Most of my colleagues in in, in academia, who are, you know the other finance PhDs, laugh at things like Dogecoin. They laugh at it and because they wonder why someone would invest in that, right? But but then but then the, the thing is that they don't they don't necessarily acknowledge the human aspect of investing. That right now we have a bubble market. Uh, there is a little bit of a gambling culture. People are speculating and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But I will just warn you guys. I want to make this warning very, very clear that right now all signs point to an overall bubbling or overvaluation of financial assets across the board. Real estate bubbling, uh, crypto bubbling, stock market bubbling. Everything is inflated. A lot of it's driven by the fact that the Fed has been very supportive and complimentary toward the valuation of assets. They have made money cheap. They are flooding the market with money. They're buying billions of dollars of bonds every month, which is increasing the money supply. So right now, this is where the money resides. There's money everywhere. What people are worried about, what they're looking forward to or concerned about is that there's going to be a day where um, where the head of the Fed, uh, uh, Jay Powell, steps out and makes a little tiny comment, some little comment to say, okay, we good now. Like the economy's cool. We're going to, we're going to slow down and just be ready because on that day, your stocks are going to get a body blow. Like you're going to feel like you just, um, you know, like you just made love to an elephant because you're going to get screwed that day. Big time. You're going to be mad that day. Just be ready. Just be ready. Just like, just like my daddy told me when I met my first girlfriend, and I thought I was in love and I thought she's going to be my wife and the mother of my kids. And my dad was like, cool it now. Like new edition. Like, like at some point this is going to end and it's going to break your heart and destroy you. So just be ready. Just know that the movie is may not end well, but you will be okay. Right. Just like in investing, you will be okay, but it's going to hurt right at that moment. So you want to just kind of be ready for that. Okay. So um, the other thing about this, about Dogecoin that, 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 that you may want to consider is when you're talking about a financial asset, a financial asset derives its value typically, you know, in one of three ways, right? Um, It either is, uh, connected to some sort of thing that can generate revenue, right? Like if you buy into a company, you're buying into something that 
is that that's selling a product, right? You buy Coca-Cola stock, their value is going to be measured by how many cans of Coke they sell. Uh, if you buy a cow, that cow is going to be measured by, you know, maybe how good the, the, the meat's going to taste or, or how much milk the cow is producing or how many calves the cow is going to give birth to, right? You've got something that's being produced from that asset. Um, another uh, reason for a, 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 you know, something like Doge to have value could be utility, right? Can you use it for something, right? So if you have a currency, a dollar, a dollar in my pocket, like Michael Shea pulled out the dollar and said, I a, here's a dollar in my pocket. This is real. But what is Dogecoin, right? Well, a dollar has value because you know you can use it. You can go to the store with that. You can go down and buy you a bag of Cheetos and a hot dog with that money, right? Dogecoin has no such value. Dogecoin has no such value. Dogecoin can, it is not a revenue generating um, commodity. Uh, Dogecoin is not a, um, it's something that has utility. You can't use it. You can't eat it. There's nothing, there's no value there. Even a banana can be eaten, right? You know, so um, the big, the thing about Dogecoin is that its value is driven purely by speculation. It's being driven by this idea that you're going to buy it at 45 cents or 50 cents per coin and that you will find somebody who is willing to pay more than what you paid. Right. Some would say some would say a cynic would call that a bigger the bigger fool theory or the bigger sucker theory that, I, you know, I'm, I might be a sucker for buying it for 50 cents, even though I know it's not worth anything. But I, I believe that there's a bigger sucker out there. So at that point, you're running into the space of almost like a financial religion where you just believe in the core of your heart. You just have faith like like in Jesus. You just have faith that in the afterlife, meaning your life after you make this transaction, that in the afterlife, you're going to go to heaven, that you're going to buy this coin for 50 cent and that at some point it's going to be worth two dollars or ten dollars or a hundred dollars and all your dreams will come true. Right. I'm not saying that's necessarily bad. I'm just saying that sometimes dreams don't come true. So uh, you got to just be careful with that. All right. So do me a favor. As we move forward, hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. I want to remind you guys that if you have kids and you want your kids to be financially literate, we have financial workbooks and flashcards we designed with experts from the black community who create who created black wealth workbooks and flashcards and everything else that are really, really good. We have tens of thousands of parents across the country that have tried them and they love them. So feel free to go take a look. It's at financialworkbooks.com. That's financialworkbooks.com. All right. So one more thing I'll mention about, actually two more things. Uh, one more thing about Dogecoin is this. Uh, Dogecoin is a little bit in that space of Tesla where um, they both have what is called a key man risk. Key man risk is when you have an asset that has a huge value because you've got one guy, kind of like a financial Michael Jordan, who's kind of carrying the load. When you got one guy, you know, who's the leader of the pack, the one guy everyone's investing in, the one guy that everybody uh, loves and believes in, like which would be an Elon Musk. And uh, and so here's the thing. If one day, here's the thing. The problem with human beings is that human beings don't live forever. Uh, human beings can... Um, you know, human beings can, can you know, they can die. They can get caught up in sex scandals. Uh, terrible things can happen. They go to prison. So Elon Musk is um, is that guy who is the key man behind a lot of stuff, right? So if you're invested in Tesla, which, by the way, has been dropping uh, the last three months. It dropped maybe 22 23% in the last three months. Tesla was, was you know, skyrocketing, and now it's just sort of flat and dropping. Um, if, if something were to happen to Musk, if, you know, he were to get locked up, if uh, he were to get sick or whatever, just know that the value of your Tesla stock would probably plummet. And Tesla is probably the most stable uh, asset that Elon Musk is associated with. Uh, the the, the least, less stable assets would be SpaceX 
or uh, or Dogecoin, especially, right? So just know that if if Elon Musk says anything, if he so much as breathes something negative about Dogecoin, which actually he's kind of done that, and I believe he can continue to do that, um, then just know that you're going to lose money that way. So be really careful with this key man risk. Uh, and also just know that because Dogecoin has no fundamental economic value to speak of, it's pretty much a uh, momentum trade, meaning that you're just hoping that people continue to think that Dogecoin is cool. You're hoping that the artificial demand that's been created for Dogecoin, which can't be used for anything other than sitting in your uh, in your app, maybe your Robinhood app or whatever app you use to buy it with. I'm not judging. Right. It, 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 that's all this it just sits there and you're waiting for it to go up in value. OK, so just be very careful about that and just know that that could be an issue. All right. So the next thing I would say here, this came from a uh, Faye Bishop. Uh, my friend Faye Bishop, uh, who uh, was on Twitter, and Faye made an interesting tweet about Doge today that I thought that I thought was actually on point, and she ended up being correct. Uh, so let me see here. Let me see if I can find the. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, here we go. She said, "Don't be surprised if the Robinhood app has server problems during the SNL episode." So let me show you. I'll just show you so you can see, see the screen. So you should, everybody should follow Faye Bishop. She's a smart lady. All right. So so here's what she uh, put up on her screen. And I saw that and I looked it up and I researched it. And guess what? Robinhood did have server problems during the SNL episode. Like they, they did. They had trouble. Because, you know why they had trouble? Because they had a gang of people, a whole lynch mob of people rushing to sell their Dogecoin right after Elon Musk called it a hustle, right after he called it a hustle, there was an overload of people um, that were dying to get rid of their Dogecoin because they were thinking, oh my God, um, there are no bigger suckers now. Uh, so I better get out while I can because I'm in the middle of a pump and dump. A pump and dump is like when you're in a crowded theater and somebody screams fire. Uh, everybody wants to get out the door as fast as they possibly can. And so effectively, what, what I'm really curious about, here's the million-dollar question for Dogecoin going forward. Um, Elon Musk, in my view, last night, took the sales out of Dogecoin. Uh, he, he, he blew the wind out of it. Dogecoin, um, you know, it, it, it died uh, last night to some extent, or it got, it got really body slammed. And the million-dollar question to me, the billion-dollar question is – can that life be reinstilled? Like what, what's going to happen? What could happen? What, what can occur right now that's going to help it regain its value? And then if it does, how's the market going to react? Are people going to say, oh, good, now I can sell. Now I can get out because the price is up. Let me just tell you this. This is something I don't know how true this is. I got to look this up. But there was a buddy of mine who told me that, uh, that he saw a report that stated that there are millions and millions of people who have lined up trades, meaning uh, where, where you put in a limit order. Limit order is where you you tell the system, sell when it hits this point, right? There are a lot of people who've lined up trades to sell right when Dogecoin hits a dollar. That one dollar is their limit price. And, and the dollar, is that's a psychological number, right? That's a huge, huge milestone for Dogecoin. So, so don't be surprised if when Dogecoin hits a dollar, that you see a big drop. And that's the question though, is will it ever hit a dollar? 
that's that's what I'm really curious about. Okay, so uh, let's see let's see how this goes. Um, I'm in it with you. I'm not gonna sell. I'm gonna keep my Doge. I I actually did invest again I, since you guys voted for me to buy more. Okay, cool. I bought more. I didn't buy as much as I bought last time because I don't really know where the valuation is gonna come from. Because really, right now, what we're doing with the Doge investment is we're just looking to see if there are bigger suckers out there. Are, is there anybody out here willing to pay more than? Uh, than what we paid. Uh, right now, we're not we're not high on the drug. We're not high on the liquor. We're just run, we're the nightclub manager who's trying to see if we can get everybody else to get drunk enough to want to go and put money in our pocket. So that's where the Dogecoin investment is right now. And uh, nobody knows uh, which direction it's going to go. So uh, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button. And also, those of you who are interested in the Black Wealth Bootcamp, uh, feel free to go check that out. Actually, you can use the uh, code word podcast and get 30% off. It's really, really good. It's very, very popular. A lot of people loved it. And so we actually did a boot camp. Uh, I'll do a live one in the fall. But uh, if you want to go and jump in now and go through everything we did uh, earlier this year, it's really good for people that want to get off the corporate plantation and increase your economic independence, things like that. And it's a great program for your family. So feel free to go take a look at blackwealthbootcamp.com and uh, use the code word podcast and you can get 30% off anything in the black business school. So keep that in your pocket. Uh, since you're part of the tribe, uh, you can get discounts on a lot of things in the school. All right. So uh, let's see, Tanya said, let me, let me read some of your comments real quick. Tanya says that Mark Cuban was hyping it up too. Yeah. Mark Cuban. I don't really know what to think about Mark Cuban. Uh, I like Mark Cuban, but then sometimes some people, sometimes you have older people who, uh, who want to stay relevant and they want to stay cool. They want young people to like them. So they kind of go along with anything that's like trendy, anything that's um, anything that's like, you know, crazy and stupid. Like there's a guy named uh, Papalti or so he has a long Indian name and he's a billionaire and he made his money on Facebook. And he kind of goes along with anything that the 20 somethings are, are into um, and, and because they don't want to become dinosaurs like Warren Buffett, where uh, where young people get mad at you because you're saying things that they don't want to hear. So uh, Mark Cuban, I don't think Mark Cuban makes a valid argument for the long-term fundamental value of Dogecoin. I think he just thinks it's cool because he's kind of into whatever is kind of anti-establishment. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. I, I am Styles G says, buy the rumor, sell the news. These are comments on my Instagram. My Instagram is the real boys Watkins. Uh, let's see. Sherm Sweet says, buy the dip. Uh, let's see. Unique Beat says, I should have pulled out before the airing. Okay, I should have pulled out. That's funny. Famous last words. Uh, not sustainable, says Alicia Dums. Uh, Sherman, let's see here. Uh, the third kind says it's going to hit a dollar. Uh, the B property says maybe he said that to kill the value so he can buy loads after. Okay, so there are some people that would, would argue that perhaps, and this isn't out of the question. It's been done before, but who knows? Um he says, uh, you know, he says, hey, maybe Elon Musk is dropping the price so that he can sneakily step in and make a bunch of money by buying it when the price is low and pushing the price back up. Well, I don't think Elon Musk needs to do that per se because the man's worth, uh, you know, $150 billion or $180 billion or something like that. Like, literally, you have no idea how much money $180 billion is. I don't know what his exact net worth is, but let, let me just kind of explain to you how much $180 billion is. So let's say that, you know, every year he's only earning a meager 5% per year on his investments. Let's say he stopped working for the rest of his life and he was going to go ahead and just, you know, put it in some low interest or very low risk investment and earn about 5% per year on his investment. Well, that would give him um, uh, approximately $24 million a day. He, he can make $24 million a day without working, without doing anything, literally by putting his money into 
um, into some low risk investment and going to a beach and never taking a phone call for the rest of his life. Like that's how much money Elon Musk has. So, so this idea that he's going to push the price down so he can sneak in and buy a bunch and make money. I would find that hard to believe. Uh, although that has been done before though, uh, a guy who I believe did do this to his advantage would be a guy like a Donald Trump, Donald Trump, many, on many occasions back in the 1980s, would deliberately manipulate the market by basically announcing or, or, or spreading a rumor that he was planning to do a, a takeover of a company. And what would happen is that when that rumor got out there, and, and Trump would buy a bunch of shares and make it look like he was really planning to take over the company, buy just enough to get people's attention. And then he would spread the rumor that he's thinking about making a hostile bid for the company. And so what would happen is that because of the rumor, the price would go up, 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 up. And then what Trump would do is he would sell. And he'd say, oh, I was just playing. I, I was just playing. Right. So that that is one of the factors of market manipulation that does exist. Uh, it's probably gotten worse because of social media, because people can just tweet something or say something and push the price of an asset up. Uh, is it a problem? I don't know. I mean, I guess so. It, it shows that something that you probably known since the beginning that in America, a capitalist society, wealthy people, people that have wealth tend to do better. They tend to have more power. They tend to have more leverage. Well, that's why black wealth is so important. That's why black people have to build our wealth so that we can have real leverage. All this other stuff ain't going to work. You got to build your wealth. So you got 1.4 trillion uh, that you control as a community. You can do great things with that. That is not 1.4 trillion in spending power. Never let a magazine, Essence, Ebony, or anybody tell you that you have 1.4 trillion in spending power. That is not true. What you have is you have 1.4 trillion in investing power. That's where your power actually realizes itself. Do you follow what I'm saying? Give me a yes or no if you understand, if you get what I'm saying. Okay, guys. So I'm going to bounce it out of here. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. And like I said, if you want to take a look at the Black Wealth Bootcamp, feel free to go take a look. Everything in the Black Business School, by the way, has a, a 30-day 100% money back guarantee. So if you're not happy for any reason, you just email us and we will take good care of you. And also, those of you who are in the Black Stock Market Program, just know we're going to meet Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. We meet every Tuesday. And uh, and and so th- so if you want to join and want to take a look, the first month is free. You can go to the theblackstockmarketprogram.com. So feel free and uh, we, you can submit questions to me in advance. I will answer every single question that's submitted in advance uh, for every single class session. So take care, guys. Have a good day. Hit the thumbs up button on your way out. Thank you for listening. And I will see you guys soon. Take care. Peace. 